What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 579th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. I am still in Japan. I am here with Greg. <laughs> you're, you're never coming back. Come uh, back I've up, I, I have upgraded my sleep. We replaced the room darkeners in our bedroom finally after. So, you know, I have those shades that you pull down. Mm-hmm. We had ones that were probably about 20 years old and they really didn't do anything about the light outside. So we installed new ones and it is like a tomb in there. You shut the door and you're not seeing nothing. It's perfect for sleep. No lights, no light coming in and no sound, no heat. I've just sealed it off into this giant sleep chamber so that I can always get 100% on my sleep because I've decided to devote my life to being a Pokemon sleep master. Well, good for you. Uh... (laughs) Good life choices. Way to sleep well. Nice job. Excellent pro strats. Um, Hannah is in New York holding down the fort for Greg and I. Well, Greg and I were also... We're also there. Yes, we were there. Um, If you missed us, that's on you, baby. (laughs) Hannah's still there if you want to see her. (laughs) Bobby. I'm pretty sure we're still there, too. (laughs) We may be, however, kidnapped by extremists. It depends. I don't know what the sort of situation is. Bobby was supposed to be on, but uh, he is in a tropical storm right now. And so we got Budget Bobby, which is just Bob. We cut (laughs) off a B and a Y. (laughs) Folks, Steve is really scraping the bottom of the barrel here right now. Like, oh, we got this Bob yeah. guy. Let's let's, let's bring him on. It's very close. How to much Bobby. of a sucker is Bob? <laughs> I do let's this fight for about free. Bob's. <laughs> oh, yeah, but hey, are you look, actively spending money on incubators? Because that is the, that is the metric did, we judge by. I did buy some diamonds in sleep, so don't judge me. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> I'm listen. I'm also paying is for it, the United. Is it, I, <laughs> is it the name Bob that makes you just a sucker? Is that it? Are all Robert Bobbies and Bobs Bob. fools? It is because because it's um. I'm also spending money on shiny cardboard, and I'm also spending what? money on Unite Battle Passes. Listen, I I hate money so much, uh, so I'm just gonna give, give it, it to me. To you. I oh. don't I don't okay. have an income. Just give it to me, and I'll do little dances or something. I don't. Greg, know. Greg, we'll when we meet each out. other, I'm gonna buy you something really nice. How's that sound? Okay. Cool. Okay. There we go. But no, I was I was telling I was telling Steve and Greg I I before I jumped on here I was playing Unite really early in the morning. <laughs> Bad decision to make. Never. Bad Never decision play to make. Unite early morning on a Sunday. It's horrible. It's, it's horrible. horrible. Those are the people that that aren't at church, so they're unsupervised children who don't know how to go south. Correct. I don't know as much of Unite as YouTube, but I know that Unite is very dependent on the times you play. Oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah. yes. Although I surprised myself. Yesterday, 6 p.m. Saturday, I had a string of solids. Like, oh, these are good people. And then it hit 7 o'clock, and I'm like, and now I'm in the bad zone. (laughs) (laughs) Now now we are tanking harder than I've ever tanked in my life. I need to be done, but I have to do my Mewtwo Y dailies. Okay, before we get to your Mewtwo Y, I am still in Japan, so I have a million stories, a lot Pokemon related, but we have to get to the Pokemon news first, and... You guys somehow suckered me into a two and a half hour show last week. 
Hey, we didn't we didn't do anything to you. This is what happens when you don't come prepared and you don't have talking points. I was prepared. You let us go. Hannah was like, let's talk whole... about hacked Pokemon for two Yeah, hours. well, that's on Hannah. <laughs> okay, before we get to the news, where there's Pokemon Sleep news, but <laughs> Greg apparently revamped their whole bedroom to play Pokemon Sleep. I'm still yeah. playing playing Pokemon Sleep. Bob, we'll start with you. You bought gems. I have yep. not bought gems. What is I, going I've on? Only so, given it the monthly pass. Yeah, but no other money. So I am paying for the monthly pass. The I, I bought the gems only for the good camp ticket. I think that's the only good item in that game is just get the good camp ticket, pop it on for a week, get more ingredients, get more hungry Pokemon who want to befriend you. Other than that, I find a lot of, of the other items just not good. So I'm only using gems to buy the good camp ticket because my snow that's right like, now. That's like is, another ten dollars a week. Uh, so I just won't eat food for a day. I don't know. It's it, what I won't. What is going on? <laughs> it doesn't even get there. you anything. I'm so it's invested. It's not even like fun. <laughs> I'm so invested in the game because I want to make my Snorlax big and fat, and I'm getting there. I'm an Ultra Ball three. I want to get to Master. I need to do yeah. that. You know, but there's like multiple levels of mastery. At the too. end of the week, the there game's is, like, yeah. hey, all that great progress you made, I'm just going to take it away and you're going to start over again. I like that. Bye. Well, I like being disappointed, Greg. Let's just do it again. <laughs> Apparently, Let's you're a Pokemon again. fan. <laughs> I have not spent money in sleep besides the pass. I do agree with what Bob said. I think the good sleep ticket is probably the best item. Like, I do... You, because you normally get sometimes without it, you don't get any hungry Pokemon. It's like I don't know, I don't know what the statistics, the 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 roll rate is, but it feels like maybe like seventy thirty, like seventy percent you get a hungry, thirty you don't get any. With the ticket, it's like one to three. It feels a lot. Um, you get the more ingredients, you get the bigger pot, you get all that stuff. I don't think a lot of the items are really worth it. Like, I don't see myself using the pillow or the whistle. Like, the like I have incense, but, like, I don't feel like I need double experience at this point. Or, like, it doesn't feel like a month into the game. I'm like, oh, I really need the double. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's... But I like the game so much. I don't know what it... I it could, It's, like, simple... I get so excited to see like Ekans now because, or just any Pokemon, I guess, but I'll use Ekans as an example. Like I woke up, there was three Ekans. There two of them were sleeping on their, their backs. So the little belly was showing. It was like, Oh, Ekans belly. That's cool. But like, I love seeing the roles on the Pokemon of like, Oh, this one has really good skills or this one's nature is counterproductive to its skills. So we, we won't do this one. So I'm like still looking for good Pokemon that I can do. Um, and then, yeah, I just think that it's so cool that there's a lot of depth if you care about that, if you want to look at each Pokemon stats and everything. Um, but also if you just want to like wake up to like five different Pokemon every day, like that's also still pretty charming in itself. Yeah, no, I, um, I think next week I get to visit the third island for the first time. I don't know if if either you have gone to the third island yet so i'm excited mm-hmm. just to see i'm excited mm-hmm. to see new pokemon that that come in um i got one on top of snorlax's belly which was which was fun to see 
But I just love seeing the, all the little animations. I like seeing just, and I think they have a lot more personality, the way they designed this app and the, just the animation. I think it just looks really nice and clean. But no, I've been, I've been enjoying it. I'm looking forward to seeing what I get next week at the new campsite. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think the one thing we haven't talked about with sleep and why I think I like it so much is if you look at like Sword and Shield, Scarlet Violet, Pokemon Go, Pokemon Masters, they all use the same 3D models and they all have like the same idle animation where Pokemon Sleep doesn't. And so like seeing mm. these Pokemon in different poses, being sleepy, drooping, drooling, like moving around, it's it's like refreshing. I don't know. I like the game a lot. <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> no, it's great. Yeah. I like it. It's fine. It's fine. You're still playing. <laughs> it's fine. Your whole we'll room is ready to play. Your whole room is good to go. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that invested into it. I. I still play it because it. It. With the Go Plus Plus, it takes a lot less from me, and I can just be like, "Fine, I'll just do it." when I think about it in the morning and then if I'm if I think about it before I go to bed at night like oh I should probably feed that thing and then I move on with my life like I I think they're cute like the thing that keeps me going is because I do think it's cute and charming I but I don't care about the collection aspect I've been collecting in all of these games for almost 30 years now and I'm at a point in my life where I'm like I have Precious little control over what happens in this game. I just wake up, <laughs> am surprised, but or not surprised what's there. Give it a biscuit and move on with my day. Like, okay, it's just I I don't want it to take a lot from my life, and I don't let it take a lot from my life. So I'm not that invested in it. Well, you could be invested. This is just my segue. Um, <laughs> This the news in itself is no one is reporting on Pokemon Sleep, so it's really hard to find an article that pulled from the Pokemon Presents and then laid it out in a format that I could read on the show. CharlieIntel dot com did that. They're what one of the is this website? <laughs> one of the only sites that did. Um, but the first event is going to be good sleep day and that will take place on august 30th and during good sleep day snorlax drowsy power will become stronger and it will allow players to attract more pokemon to their camps than on regular days your sleep score will also be boosted they say there's not a lot of details but it will be available to all players you don't have to purchase a ticket all you have to do is log in do it yeah I don't know how amazing it'll be, but that's supposed to be August 30th, and then it should end on August 31st, and I, they're saying it's supposed to correspond with a full moon. I don't know moon cycles, so I'm going to trust that that's right. If we're supposed to get a full moon <laughs> at the end of August, I'm assuming that's right. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be full, the fullest on August 30th. The fullest of moons. Yes. It will be a blue moon, too, apparently. Only the best for Snorlax. All right, we have two Unite players here. So let's Heck yeah. shift gears over to Pokemon Unite. 
Mega Mewtwo Y is now available. Mega Mewtwo Y is worse than Mega Mewtwo X. <laughs> and I don't know why people would want to play Y over X. Okay, I have questions, but let me go through the press release. Okay. A Mewtwo that can evolve into Mega Mewtwo X debuted on the island as a melee all-arounder. Now players can see the other side of the genetic Pokemon by obtaining the Mewtwo Unite uh, a Mewtwo Unite li- license that allows them to use the awesome power of Mega Mewtwo Y. Mega Mewtwo X specializes in melee basic attacks and bolstering its defense. Y specializes in ranged basic attacks and rising its damage. Uh, they're the same Pokemon, but com- but unlock completely different playstyles. Their words, not mine. I don't know. You guys can verify. Uh, unique experiences. Both Mewtwo's are separate, but only one. That was one of my questions. I guess that's answered. But only one Mewtwo yeah. can be picked by each team. Um, if you obtain the Y license, Y, you can obtain license Y Mewtwo. I don't. Why did they just change it on me? Why did they put the Y before the Mewtwo? <laughs> <laughs> By taking part of the Mewtwo's Crystal Cave Challenge, um, eventually, or maybe by the time this goes up, you can buy it with gems. It's like 28. The event goes on for like 28 days. Just, it's not that hard to do. Okay, so don't buy it with gems. Don't buy it. Just like, uh, there are there are so many events happening right now that give you free dice rolls too. <laughs> like, you can get these licenses really quick just do the free thing don't pay money for it it's also saying why is strong against buzzwall but weak against zorark i can not confirm or deny but that's what pokemon.com is saying i mean yeah buzzwall has to get super super close so mm-hmm. technically you don't have to get super close with why you just stay in the back and pew pew but Okay, so why is the GameCube handle not as good as the other one? Most fights, it is difficult to stay out of melee range. Like, there are a ton of things that want to get in close. And so the good thing about Mewtwo X is in those big battles, Mewtwo X gets this huge defense increase. The stats go huge the minute it megas like everybody scatters the minute you see it go mega because you're like nobody's going to survive this thing and it has ways of pulling you to it to like nope you're you're going nowhere it can pull you off your base so you stop healing it like has all of these things that just make it this sort of scary unstoppable juggernaut and why just feels like a worse decidui because it has to stay away it's things it pushes people away but so many of these melee attackers have ways of getting in close like zorark who can just pop to you and since you aren't getting a defense boost you're getting an attack boost when you why it doesn't matter if you're dead and it is just it is a less interesting play style in the current meta there are i think ranged pokemon like delphox that do that job better that have better escape that have better abilities to trap there's very little reason why you would pick it over the more balanced established ones other than the fact that it's mewtwo bob you can disagree but that's sort of where i'm at with it 
No, no, Greg, I think you hit it on the head because uh, I haven't played Me Too Y yet, to be honest. Uh, I've done Me Too X because I'm a degenerate. Uh, and you're right. Yes, no, Me you Too are. X, I am, you're absolutely. Listen, I, 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 am, I have to play evil if I have to. No, Me Too X definitely <laughs> has... <laughs> Me Too X definitely has that benefit of going in and sustaining a lot of damage. Like, So my build, you know, I use a move called Recover because I like to be in the battle. I am... When I'm Mega Me Too X, I'm smashing and I'm getting my defense. I'm also recovering. Also, Side Strike, mm-hmm. I think, is a great move because you can... Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Future Sight, actually. I like Future Sight because you pull someone away into you and then you just go ham on them. I agree. There's a lot more better ranged uh, attackers. Like I like using Chandelora, Espeon, even Inteleon, just to start crit, you know, crit attacking... Uh, my opponents, because they they should be on the outside. Other than that, you go in, you fight. I think that's why Mewtwo X has more sustainability than Mewtwo yeah. Y. Mewtwo Y is okay, but if you were like, well, how evil do I want to be today? Pick X over <laughs> you Y. You want to be more evil. Yeah. You want to be more evil with X. You want to yeah. be more and evil even- with X and get somebody to play Comfey, and then everybody just quits, surrenders at, at Wait, are you minute saying, five. Are you saying X is stronger than Zacian? Oh yeah, it is. They have and not hammered. They've hammered Zacian a bit into the ground, rightfully so. They are still, they are sort of hammering X into the ground, but they've brought it into the point where you can still win against it if everybody focuses, kind of like where you had to be for Zacian. But it is still overpowered, and if there's a Comfey on that side, just quit just take take the just take the penalty fair play points and be like i'm done close the game i'll come back in 10 minutes because this is going to be a miserable experience from start to finish it is going to be awful yeah you see you see a comfy you see an umbreon you see a lap or a lapras you see a zashian you're like the worst game (laughs) i played yesterday was mewtwo x zashian lapras comfey and i didn't even remember what the the fifth was because it didn't matter. I'm like, a lane cinderace. I'm Let's done. call it a lane cinderace. It's just, just, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a lane cinderace. It's like, why are you there? Good for you. You're trying. So I saw, um, like a bunch of people really excited me to coming to unite, like people that were like, I'm coming back to the game. This is, this oh, yeah. is the Pokemon that's going to bring me back. What they are definitely there. There are a ton of returning players. I see their little icon all the time of you've returned. I, I, I've moved into master rank, so I don't see them as often because they're still a lot of them are still in veteran and expert. But when I was in ultra working my way up, I would have a team of three returning players by the symbol, like the little, there's a little, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a little circle with a person in it. And I'm like, oh, I mean, there's a lot of people who are back for this, especially since you have to play pretty much every day for about seven days to get both licenses. If you want to get them fast, you can do it in about seven days. And so you'll see a bunch of people. And then, of course, Mewtwo X was super, super fun to play and super overpowering. And you just won matches like you. you. It was the Urshifu problem. We'll put push button win match. <laughs> Okay, and that's sort of how X is. And I think Y is more disappointing because it's definitely not push button win match. <clears throat> so what are their megas respectfully doing? Because that's their unite move, right? Is going mega. No. Their unite move is not going mega. You they so going ghost, you Danny hit Phantom. a certain amount of Pokemon and build up your mega meter and then you transform. 
if you're when you see Mewtwo come in, you are all, everybody's looking at that meter to see how close they are to transforming into X because their stats explode and they become a juggernaut. And then it lasts the Mewtwo the mega meter depletes and then they go back to normal. So people just scatter to wait for it to go back to normal because they're much easier to deal with when they're not mega. Their unite hits everybody on the map no matter where they are. Um, it creates a big circle, which is pretty easy to get out of. Once you see it forming, you just eject button or speed out of the circle and you don't get hit. Um, but it's hard in a team fight when you're all clumped together and it does it because there's just no escaping that. So it's really that also makes me two X better for their unite because they know when everybody's clustered and can hit. Whereas Y is hoping because it's at a distance that people aren't going to scatter when they see it. Wait, so their unites do the same. Cloud their thing. knights are exactly the same oh okay, okay okay both unites do the exact same thing yeah so they have to be attacking to build up their meter except wise meter i believe just builds up over time as they sort of float around um so technically they mega sooner but they have to they have to get into they have to be paying attention to get into fights to make it matter so you'll see a mewtwo y mega in the middle of a jungle with nothing you're on like cool that did nothing like you you weren't paying attention you didn't get into a fight you could have helped us you you were just that's just wasted whereas x is like always in people's faces um and you're always like watching that meter and like it's too close i gotta run i need to get off to somewhere else because it's going to destroy me if i once it becomes mega i mean i think that's just a sort of weird design choice they made but it makes why less fun to play it's harder to use its resources x x just does everything better yeah over time like you'll start to you know i, I think since now that mutual x has been out for a little bit you can play around mutual x a little bit more effectively especially with, with the unite move unless i get sent back from a hoopa hall a hoopa hole and i, 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 and I <laughs> yeah. die in home base because mewtwo's thing fire but you start to see like these these openings in in their weakness so like like greg said you can see the gauge going up you know do you retreat back do you not engage in that fight and let them waste their waste their mega moment um but yeah i think if you're coming back to the game mewtwo x is really and mewtwo y in, in that sense it's really appealing for new players to come back into the game. And mm -hmm. I think that's what Pokemon Unite wanted to do is, hey, they have a Pokemon. You know this Pokemon. It's easy. Yeah. I, it's I, I, it's incredibly yeah. popular. Yeah. And I say easy to, to start off with. I mean, it does take some skill to really know how to you know use those Pokemon. But you can jump right in with a Mewtwo X, get back into the game, feel like, oh, I missed doing this. And I want to get back and yeah. play more and spend more coins and all that stuff. You don't need skill until Masters with Mewtwo X. Yeah. Or B2Y. You don't really need... It is kind of a push button. The The interesting thing about, I think, dealing with Mew2X and Mew2Y is that we all learn from Zacian the best way to deal with it is to starve it from experience because neither one can Mega until level 5. So if you can invade jungle, steal its experience, go hard on it in lane and steal it... Like, the longer you can keep it from getting to level five mm -hmm. the better off you are overall just being able to deal with it um and so like the same 
things we learned about when you saw Zashin, which is just run and eat all the experience as fast as you can. It doesn't matter if you die as long as you are stealing that experience, so it cannot raise its level to get to five. You'll have a better time. Yeah, Jungle Invade is becoming a bigger thing because of that, because a lot of Mewtwo's go to jungle, so you'll see Inteleon running in there to just steal everything and get out, because <laughs> it can really well get in and steal since it's invisible. Invisible. <clears throat> I'm surprised there hasn't been more Sableye's going into jungle, because Sableye does do invisibility and stealing a lot better. Um, I just think they've slammed that poor little guy so far into the ground yeah. that people are like, mm, nah. No way. Okay, I've stopped playing it. So, last Unite question. Now mm -hmm. that we've seen two Pokemon that, well, Mewtwo's the same, but X and Y, you can only pick one, right? You can't have both. Do we, and now we've seen Mega, do we see them introducing Mega Charizard down the line? And then there's three Charizards regular, Mega Y, Mega X. Only one can be on a team. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. Um, I mean, again, what everybody would come back for a Charizard event. Oh yeah. Um, I think, I think that it. I mean, the thing is, is we all thought it would be difficult to tell the Eevees apart, and they fixed that with the symbols, so you would know which Charizard to get. The issue with that is, it already takes Charizard level nine to become a Charizard. So it feels weird to have them say you wouldn't get your mega ability until you became a Charizard at level nine. And the only way they would fix that is by moving those evolutions up, which means they would have to do evolutions of a Pokemon so fast mm -hmm. that it wouldn't it wouldn't feel right. I could see them doing it, but I think they would need to really figure out what they wanted. I think it would be more likely for them to change the unite move to allow it to for its unite to make it mega for a longer stint than how they're doing it from Mewtwo. I could see that working and then being able to keep because like we've already proved with Dragapult that they'll do whatever they want with unite timers. <laughs> like <laughs> Dragapult is like, I have unite every two, two and a half seconds. So let's go. Um, so they could definitely introduce that um, <clears throat> and make it, clear like they fixed the eevee problem so everybody knows what eevee you're dealing with um i think they could do it but i think they need to be very thoughtful about how they do it given the long time it takes for a charizard to become a charizard especially if that player is bad and just keeps going to lane and running in and dying like there's nothing more frustrating than having a char mealing it at rayquaza and you're like what are you what what have you been doing this entire game? I'm an Eldegoss and I'm a level 12. <laughs> like, what is Pokemon is Charmeleon. <laughs> Bob, what do you think? Uh, you know, I, I like when the game is trying to bring in other types of mechanics into it. So I think the way they did <clears throat> Mega Mewtwo X and Mega Mewtwo Y was great. Um, I agree with Greg. I mean, if you want to bring like Mega Charizard in, you need to probably have a different license for it. And it has to be built differently. So it's a different different Charizard build, the levels will scale differently, the stats will scale differently, and then you can choose the path you want. I mean, I'm a big fan of how they do Scyther. Like, you decide if you want to stay mm -hmm. a Scyther, or you can go into a Scissor. I know there's I'm thinking of some other Pokemon that, that could work with, or there's some other Pokemon maybe like, what if 
and you know, this has been a talk for like months and months back before we got the Mega Mewtwo's is, you know, what if there's a Megastone item in the game? And, you know, what if some Pokemon can use a Megastone and go into a yeah. Mega form for like a, a, a little bit? So that could be another option if you have some Pokemon that you could just Mega Evolve. Like, let's say you're playing as Gardevoir and maybe you want to Mega into Mega Gardevoir for, uh, you know, five seconds, ten seconds. That may come down the line. But yeah. other than that, yeah, I, mean, I think, yeah. There are a lot of Pokemon in that game right now that can Mega. There's Lucario, yeah. there's Sableye, there's Gardevoir, there's Charizard. Like, there's a lot of Mega possibilities in the game. The thing is, is that a lot of them also have things like Gigantamax forms. So, like, the question is, is are they going to lean? Which one are they going to lean in when? Um, because I can also see a Gigantamax form Charizard thing happening where they change its Unite to be a Gigantamax. And like how many the question is, is how many of the same Pokemon do you add to your game before it feels like this is really stale? Well, let's because look at Pokemon Masters. Have they have four or five <laughs> Charizard. <laughs> so, yeah, the di- I will argue that the difference about that is that you aren't paying attention to the Pokemon. You're paying attention to the trainer. Like Pokemon Masters is a trainer game mm-hmm. and everybody is focused on the trainer and doesn't really care so much about the Pokemon that they're with because Masters has done such a brilliant thing about making all of those characters memorable. They have incredible storylines. They have personalities that you haven't said. The fact that Cyrus refuses to destroy the universe because he doesn't want to lose his weird friendship with Sophocles, which is like the weirdest <laughs> timeline that we're in, but it works really well in that game. And you're like, oh, Cyrus finally has a friend. It's a weird bad friend, but he's got one, I guess. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, it Masters works so well that it doesn't matter like this is our 14th Charizard because we care about who that Charizard is with. Like there's two Ho-Ohs and and you're like both of them feel different because one is with Silver and one is with Morty and their storylines are completely different and you have a different relationship with them. That doesn't happen in Unite. Like you could care less about your trainer in Unite. You rarely see them. You see them on the splash page and that's it. You are focused on your Pokemon and what that means to you. And I think if they add seven Charizards, that is they really need to be very careful about that and understand that their audience is identifying with a specific Charizard. So if one becomes really bad, you're making a bunch of those players that love that Pokemon feel like they're not supported in their game. Okay. I just didn't want to talk over anyone because I'm in this weird, <laughs> weird. For those not watching the YouTube version, I'm just I'm in a very Japanese hotel right now. You're in a closet. You're in a Japanese closet <laughs> in a some strange back alley bar. I love it. It's a window. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I should go down to get our Japanese like screen partitioned and put it up behind me so that I feel like. You could blend in. Are those wine glasses behind you? I see a wine glass. They glasses are, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very nice. Look at that. Beautiful. Lovely closet. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the storage room of some restaurant. <laughs> Let me in. I got to record. We need two glasses of wine. Steve, come on. <laughs> making curry downstairs. Okay. They're making We're- curry downstairs. <laughs> We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, TCG news, um, some other news that I can't think of right now. <laughs> 
We'll get through it all. <laughs> we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out growing your brand, Squarespace will make it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time. All in one place, all on your terms. That's Squarespace. Squarespace has flexible website templates that are easy to set up, beautiful, quick to customize, and to fit your business needs. Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share your stories, photos, videos, updates. You can categorize, share, schedule your posts. Maybe you're looking for a website idea and you're headed over to Japan and people have told you that there's no trash cans in the area. Well, you can make a website blogging that it's actually very easy to find a trash can next to almost any vending machine or in any 7-Eleven or at any train station. And it's very easy to throw away your garbage. You could make that website with Squarespace. You could also set up an online store and sell t-shirts saying that it's actually pretty easy to find trash cans in Japan uh, and sell those shirts on your Squarespace website. So if you're looking to launch your brand, make a website, sell services, your products, your time, you can head over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T to save 10% on your first purchase of website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T to save 10% off your first purchase of website or domain. This podcast is brought to you by Every Plate. Looking to budget your food expenses for the back-to-school season? Get more bang for your bite with America's Best Value Meal Kit. Every plate is 25% cheaper than grocery shopping with no hidden fees. And you can get your time back with fewer trips to the grocery store with meals ready in six simple steps. You like high-quality ingredients? Every plate has it. I just had a box before I left for my trip to Japan, and oh boy... Did they send me a great and easy smash burger recipe to make? And I absolutely loved it. It came with like a little potato fries. Those are really good too. I mean, fries are pretty easy to make, but like still super good meal. And if smash burgers aren't your thing, every plate provides plenty of delicious variety with over 26 tasty and affordable recipes that can ch- that change every week, including 15 minute or less dinners and dinner to lunch dishes. It's easy to find something flavorful, satisfying, tasty for every meal of the day. So get $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49 super effective. That is everyplate.com slash podcast and enter code 49 super effective and get some good food and start saving this summer with every plate. And we are back from our break. All right, let's get the let's get the mouth watering news out of the way here. Tinkaton is coming to Pokemon Cafe Mix. Yeah, Cafe Remix. Remix. I still don't play that game. And this was the question, Greg. Does Tinkaton coming to this game make you want to play it? No. No, I don't like the gameplay. So, like, no. I don't. 
it's fine but i don't enjoy that gameplay style like i've i tried it for a couple of weeks and i'm like you know what i don't find enjoyment in this and while pokemon will carry me across many finish lines it is not doing enough work for cafe remix <laughs> bob how much money have you spent on cafe remix uh zero dollars because what? <laughs> listen i i i'm a huge mimikyu stan i know i know steve knows that like, I, I love mimikyu a lot oh I you are Mimikyu's excited it- for uniting what a month Oh yeah, that that can be in a few weeks. We can talk about that too. <laughs> but even even Mimikyu in Cafe Remix, I just can't get. Because maybe I'm just not. I went through my Bejewel era back when I was in high school. <laughs> I mean, it's like <laughs> didn't we all? Didn't we? Didn't we all do that? So Mm-mm. that type of game just doesn't really click with me. Yes, it's beautiful looking. I think it's very sweet. Um, I'm glad the game has uh, is still having updates come out for those who enjoy it, but it's just not my not my cup of tea that you get in the. It's cafe. not even it's not even bejeweled. It's just weird. It's weird circle draggy. Like yeah, it's not. It's, <laughs> like it's not quite bejeweled. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, true. Like yeah, you have a grid. And you have to like you know put connections together. There, I, I mean, guess. there are great bejeweled type Pokemon games, but. <laughs> true okay that's fair (laughs) and and this isn't it um again like it the game is beautiful the game is like the art style is super 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 charming right like the thing is is i like much like sleep's art style is super charming and that sort of just keeps me checking in on it sort of passively like oh i'll go in and look and see what happened or whatever Cafe Remix gameplay just does not is carry not it. carry it. It just isn't it. It's just not fun for me enough for me to be like all if I could just go in and actually do like a diner dash thing where I'm having them make dishes like I'm having to click around to have oh, to put together dishes and get it. Diner dash. <laughs> yeah. Like with that art style, I would probably play that game every day. But the way Cafe Remix is with the weird loopy, it's just it doesn't. I, I don't enjoy that gameplay, so I don't play it. It's interesting out of all of the mobile games that obviously isn't like Pokemon Go or Pokemon Masters that Cafe Mix has survived. <laughs> like you look at Pokemon Duel, you look at Pokemon mm-hmm. Rumble Rush, um, Troze, Shuffle. Shuffle had a pretty good run. And I don't know that there was that weird thing where like shuffle is on 3ds and they moved it to mobile and I felt like I would rather play on mobile, but I was way too far in 3ds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm surprised that cafe remakes is still here. I would be more surprised if in like a year we're still talking about cafe remix. <laughs> I mean, it is an easy entry point game that is fast on mobile and i think that helps keep it alive um yeah i don't know the longest it will go but i mean i think it has legs i mean i think it has at least a few years of stuff for 
for it. And as long as the, the thing is, the thing, as long as the artwork stays this charming, people are going to want to play that game. I, I, I do think the art style lifts that game a lot for people where they're like, yeah, I, I love it. It's so cute. Whereas I don't necessarily ever got that. Oh, it's so cute. Feel from shovel. <laughs> Because, like, you're building a cafe. Like, Shuffle was just like you go into the next stage and remix, mm -hmm. you're like building a cafe, and there's little mm -hmm. things that come and visit, and you're making cute things. And it's like, oh, I'm getting a slice of life. And that's way more of an appealing theme than a lot of other games have. Yeah, but I think that's like the disconnect to me. Because, like, I mean, Bob, Bob was like, we all went through our bejeweled phase, which is like 100% true. Like, literally everyone listening to this podcast had like a bejeweled phase. And shuffle was the closest to that mm -hmm. there are still people to this day playing candy crush there's no doubt that candy mm -hmm. crush is like for as many people that are like pokemon goes uh, people still play pokemon go po i thought i thought pokemon go was dead i'm sure that is the the same conversation happened in candy crush people don't worry plenty of people are still playing candy crush and i've accepted that that's not me i'm not in that market I don't plan on being in that market. My bejewel phase has left me. But I'm curious of how often Candy Crush is onboarding new people and what that looks like through ads or through whatever in-game tactics they have to be like, recommend a friend or welcome back or here's a new thing. Because whatever Candy Crush is doing, I'm sure Cafe Mix is not doing it to that level um who owns candy crush like the people who own clash of clans or something i think I th yeah is, is it king i believe he, he, i think it's king i think it's king yeah Here, here's a funny fact and this is just a random as aside because probably i'm the only one who, who may know this because it's a game show thing yeah it's king. there was a there, there was a candy crush game show at one point it was a legit mm -hmm. game show there was there was there was there was on cbs and i, I thought it was it was hot trash. It was hosted by Mario it Lopez. I, it, it's like, I'm not saying we need a Pokemon Cafe remix game show, but I'm saying we Steve's do. Point, well, I mean, we could. <laughs> Listen, we could We could be host of it. Um, but no, Steve makes a good point because it's like, what's Candy Crush doing, uh, doing to maintain its popularity? I mean, it had a game show. It's doing something right to still captivate um, their loyal audience. I don't know if they're acquiring new users a lot, but there's some dedicated folks out there who are still using it. And... I think with with Cafe Remix, it's been up about three years now. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, like like you said, Steve, if it's here for a year. I know it's on a, it's on Switch and it's on mobile, so you have two audiences uh, playing that game. I don't know, you know, would they continue one over the other? Would they cancel it both if it comes that time? Again, I don't know, but I feel like you know, Pokemon, Pokemon's Pokemon. They'll find ways to keep that game yeah. alive and fresh and putting new things into it. I just don't know what else they can do to bring in any new players unless you're already invested in um remix yeah i mean i think the like candy crush exists in the background of everything we do like i think we're so used to candy crush ads that we don't even pay attention to them anymore <laughs> and they're just there like every once in a while there's just something that comes up that's like hey but i also think they have been around so long and know their target audience and it's not us that we just we rarely see them but like i have a friend who plays candy crush every day has been playing candy crush every day for five years now and it's just like 
I jump in. It's the game I play. I jump in. I do a level. If I can't get past it, I walk away for a bit and then I'll come back and try it. And it feels so great when I get past that level. And she's like at level 2000 something. Yeah, that sounds right. (laughs) I don't even know. Well, that's why I asked about like onboarding new users, because you would think as a Pokemon game, one of the ways you onboard somebody new is bringing their favorite Pokemon. We literally just talked about that with Unite. Like so many people came back because of Mewtwo. And so if like Tinkaton, one of Greg's favorite Pokemon, as I read Greg's threads were top 10 favorite Pokemon, Tinkaton was on there. (laughs) If your favorite Pokemon isn't bringing you to the game, I don't know what else. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think if you like that style of game or you've not tried it before, your favorite Pokemon will get you to pick it up and try it. I think the difference for me is I played the game. I didn't enjoy it. And knowing that my favorite Pokemon is going to be there doesn't stop me from not having enjoyed playing the game because I did play it. It's just like, okay, my favorite Pokemon's there, but I still don't like the game. Yeah, I got to level seven before I fell off. It was because it was horizontal. If it was vertical, I'd be back in. I can't have this conversation with you. (laughs) It makes so little sense. If you're watching on YouTube, comment whether horizontal or vertical bothers you in mobile games. Because I won't play a mobile game if it's horizontal. It has to be vertical. It's such... It's such... You can also comment on Slack or Discord. (laughs) I don't know. I can't. Okay. Shifting gears to Scarlet and Violet, there is a Blissey, Hatterene, Grimmsnarl, Light Up 5-star raid event. Um, Mewtwo is coming to 7-star raids. That is August 31st, I think it debuts. The day after Good Sleep Day. You got to get the good sleep into the Mewtwo raids. Get the good sleep. Uh, This event is running from Thursday, August 17th through the 31st. And they're saying Mewtwo is a formidable foe. It will have the mightiest mark. Uh, Get ready to protect your allies with... Oh, they're saying these three Pokemon would be good supports for the Mewtwo. So you have Blissey, Hatterene, and Grimmsnarl. Which makes me maybe believe that Mewtwo won't have Brick Break. I mean, Mewtwo's a special attacker anyway, so having Brick Break Mm -hmm. would just be... To mess with us. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're, we're going to assume at this point that uh, Mewtwo won't have Brick Break because they're saying here in the article, Light Screen Helping Hand are good to use. More importantly, the Grimmsnarl and the Hatterene raids, even if you don't need them for your team, they will be dropping more vitamins and the Blissey will be dropping more Terra Shards. So if... Yeah. You got your free Mew, which you have till like September to do. You have plenty of time to get your free Mew. It will have a random Terra type. If it's bad, you can change it. Um, I will be doing raid builds for Mew, probably like three different Mew builds, like an attacking Mew, a supporting Mew, and I don't know, like an in-between, like a a little of both. Because people have different play styles. Uh, Uh, A sweeper, one might say. (laughs) (laughs) There are some people that just love playing support and raids. There are some people that just like hitting the big attack button. 
I have a I have a dark mew. That's just gonna carry me. I'm gonna leave it at level five and just see what happens. Perfect. Great. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> While you were shopping in Japan, I was doing blissy raids on my Switch. Oh yeah. Were they dropping good? Were the drops good? They were fine. Um, I mean, it was just a ton of terror shards. I did a couple Grimstar on a couple of Hatterene that had decent ones. I'm like, Ugh, these aren't, these just take too long. So I'm just going to do Blissey Rays. <laughs> the other ones just took too long. And I'm like, Ugh, yeah, I want to be um, here forever. I don't see why Hatterene or Blissey or Grimstar, they all seem fine. They all seem that would be fine against me too. I just, if you're getting a free Mew, like Mew's stats are supposed to be boosted against Mewtwo. Mew can learn pretty much every yeah. single one of these moves. That I mean, both both Ray battles they they both Hatterene and Grimstar use their screens to be like, hey, these Pokemon have screens. <laughs> like, wink, wink. Hey, hey. <laughs> fighting which is also why i was like oh these take so long because they put their stupid screens up and i don't want to be here all night with these randos i'm just gonna do blissey raids because while blissey can sometimes heal people or do heal itself like it doesn't put up screens so i'm just gonna take an attacker and get through this really fast i have been working on this goliath of a youtube video of doing a hundred six star raids not seven star because those are usually more prepared for 106 star random raids and i'm documenting every pokemon people bring their levels everything i'm like 30 out of 100 the craziest statistic i have from this is almost no one of these random people have held items that's the craziest statistic it's not like Iron hands, well, there's a lot of iron hands. It's like, who's fainting the most? Who's, it's, it's, who's bringing like level 70 Pokemon to level 90 raid? It is just no one has held items. Yeah, like, I forget because they aren't in my potty, party, they're in the box. Mm, and I, mm. when I'm in the box, I usually take things off to be like, I might use them for something else. And then I straight up promptly forget. And I select the thing going into battle, and I'm like, "Oh, I never put it. Well, whatever. <laughs> like, man, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, I I forgot it, and I'm not. I can't back out. I can't go in and put it on. Right, 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 right. I, I spaced it because it's in my box, and I don't keep items on them in my box because I have to move them around for seven star raids. So I never think about it. Not even with, until I've hit confirm, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh, right. Well, whatever. <laughs> We're just going to get through it because it's just going to be the thing. And I will. I'm doing support anyways. So. Uh, so so when yeah, I build. I, mean, I think that's not that surprising. I think when you get into a raid and you have to pick something from your box, you didn't put it. Especially since the game's like, do you want to put this in the box? Yeah. Do you want to take the item off before you put it in the box? Oh, yeah. Put it in my bag. I, I think maybe this is a thing that I carried over com for competitive, but like when I'm building competitive Pokemon, the, the held item stays on that Pokemon. And then, mm. so then when I started doing raid builds, mm. it was like, yeah, well, I'm putting the shell bell on my Samurott and I'm building a new Pokemon that needs shell bell. 
I'm going to just buy a new Shell Bell. And so oh, I've yeah, probably, no. this is like the first Pokemon game where I think I've purchased like 10 of every held item because I'm like, well, this Pokemon needs a Shell Bell. This needs a Scope Lens. This one also needs a Scope Lens. This one also needs a Scope Lens. <laughs> My brain is like, oh, I have one of those. I don't need another. Oh, once it's built, it's <laughs> it's in the box with everything I mean, it needs. That is very interesting as as the habits you develop from the different sides that you play in the game. Because I, I never, ever think about held items until it's too late. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, if you look at the normal Pokemon player, you know, they're probably not using held items. Maybe, maybe they've never done competitive, or maybe they don't know that even exists. I think, to your point, Greg, the more you play these games, the more you realize, oh, yeah, held items can actually make a difference and do make a difference in uh, the stats of your Pokemon. So, yeah, I- I'm curious to know from this study you're doing, Steve, this this, <laughs> this, uh, this very deep study. I, it's killing yeah. me. Also, <laughs> it's also interesting, I think, because raids are so swingy, if you have a good group, the held items will make it go faster, but you could probably get through it anyways. And mm-hmm. if you have a bad group, a held item is not going to save you in any way, shape, or Oh, exactly. yeah, that's true. That's if you true. have a level 60 Iron Hands, <laughs> it doesn't matter if I have an Assault Vest on. Walk away. That Iron, walk hands away. Is, <laughs> that Iron Hands is dying the minute it's the screen, and we all know it. So I think the game doesn't make held items feel that important. Important while they are, I think the fact that when you're going with randoms, your experience is such a pendulum that you're never sort of, unless you're doing it with a core group of people, you're never going to get that feeling of this went so much better because I've had hell items. I've gone into seven star raids where I took the hell item off, forgot to put it back on, and like, well, I'll have to remember to do it the next time. But then I got my one and done, and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm out. <laughs> And then I never did it. Yeah, you're 100% right. Because, like, if you're if you're an Annihilate player in a solo raid, you need, like, the Shell Bell, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're an Annihilate player in a group raid with a Shell Bell, it doesn't matter if if little Timmy over here with his iron hands is fainting over and over again. Your Shell Bell on your Annihilate is not going to make a difference. You're still going to lose. But, I'd... I'd, I'd um almost love to see you one day almost like how with unite you can see what you know what players are picking what mm-hmm. how, like um what held items you have <laughs> you know if you if you're doing a raid and you see like the queue and you see oh who's holding what and then that can maybe make a better decision making in those like two minutes or so like, if you need to add something you know one thing i did just like give about me levels just give yeah me oh, levels. actually you know what levels, levels by themselves <laughs> would be great i will say you know one thing i didn't miss from even on Sword and Shield, when like you were doing those um, Dynamax adventures, you know there are moments where you come across a backpacker and you had to pick a held item, and you found out how incredibly useful that is. So oh, you know, yeah. held items do play a big, big role in these, and I think the more information we can give players in queue, like what's the team uh, comprised of, you know, levels or items, I think you make you can make better decisions up front and have more successful raids as as you go in. Uh, speaking of. Pokemon stuff happening very soon. Well, sooner than Mewtwo coming to Scarlet and Violet. Jeez, I almost said like Mewtwo. Well, Mewtwo's in a lot of stuff right now. Mewtwo's <laughs> everywhere. Uh, Mega Rayquaza will make its debut globally during the Pokemon Go Fest, um, which is when this podcast goes up, which is the 21st. Um, that will be saturday august 26 uh and then 
Sunday, August 27th. Each day is a unique experience. So this is the $15 ticket. I am sure there are still people very upset that it's not the $5 ticket that was three years ago. I don't remember. It was whatever year Google Play sponsored the event. Uh, it was the fifth year, five-year anniversary because it was mm-hmm. five-year anniversary, $5. Google Play was the sponsor. They haven't had a big sponsor since. Who knows why? Maybe they're not selling enough of our data to the right companies to get a big enough sponsor. I don't know. <laughs> but wasn't last year it was... No, that was the Hoenn tour. It was free mm-hmm. instead of charging us. But then everyone was like, it was bad. But it was like, it was free and bad. I don't know. This is like $15. Here's your, here's your experiences. Lure modules will last for one hour. Friendship bonus damage during raids will be twice as effective. Remote raid limit. Thank goodness, Niantic. Hey, instead of you spending $2 a raid five times a day, you get Niantic's blessing to spend $2 a raid 20 times a day. Niantic will bless you to spend $100 in their game for not one day, but two days. Greg, get your wallet ready. (laughs) Rev it up. Nope. Mm -mm. No, thank you. (laughs) The following Pokemon will have uh, featured attacks if they evolve. Uh, Butter, if you evolve a Metapod, I'm just going to say the final Pokemon. So if I say Butterfree, obviously Metapod is the Pokemon you evolve. Uh, Butterfree will will know Bug Bite, Sand Slash will know Night Slash, Clefable will know Pound, uh, Flygon will know Earth Power, Salamence will know Outrage, and then Metagross will know Meteor Mash, if you evolve those. Now, we have two different days. We have Sizzling Saturday and Sensational Sunday. <laughs> I love it. It's a $15 event, by the way. Uh, Sizzling Saturday. We'll have the Quartz Terrarium, the Pyrite Sands, the Macalite, Malachite, Malachite Wilderness, and the Aquamarine Shores. These will feature a bunch of Pokemon, but there will also be a Pikachu wearing a different crown. In each of these, they'll rotate every hour. The event is eight hours long, correct? Ten to six. So you will get two chances to get this Pikachu. Two hours for each Pikachu. So who knows how easy or hard it will to get this Pikachu or the shiny version, if that's what you care about. Um, Snorlax wearing a cowboy hat is coming back. That will be in the wilderness form. And I'm not going to go through every single Pokemon. There's a, there's a lot of Pokemon. Uh, there will also be... Well, I guess we did the, the moves for Go Battle League. That's mostly Go Battle League stuff. One Star Raids. All the Pikachus wearing the crown, plus Gumi. I say this every year. 
There will be a Gumi Community Day. Mm-hmm. This, they're baiting you. Do not fall for this. If you, whatever, it's your money. If you want to spend it, fall for it. But we're going to, as soon as Gumi Community Day is announced, all <laughs> the people who have fell for this trick, which is like the fourth year in a row they've done this. They're going to complain that they worked so hard to get their shiny Gumi, and now they're just handing it out for Community Day. <laughs> like, whatever. You spend your money and complain. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I do on this show. It's so <laughs> Feel free. Don't fall for it. Two-star raids will have Carbink. The only people who care about that are people who care about GBL, because um, Carbink's really good there. Three-star raids will have a... St- Snorlax wearing cowboy hat. Primal raids will be Kyogre and Groudon. And then of the the next day, I think, is Rayquaza. So, Sensational Sunday, there will not be rotating habitats, but instead any Pokemon from Saturday will appear in the wild. They Maybe Pikachu? They said any Pokemon? So, maybe mm. the mm. Pikachu? Um, the true star will be Mega Rayquaza. It will make its debut on Sunday. There will be Meteorites. It's a new item in Pokemon Go that you'll get through special research, giving Rayquaza a Meteorite will allow it to learn Dragon Ascent. It needs Dragon Ascent to Mega Evolve, but you also need Mega Energy as well. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Um, it will appear in raids on Sunday. Um... Oh, in addition, Mega Rayquaza, the same Pokemon that appear in raids on Saturday will also appear on Sunday. If you bought a ticket, which is 15 bucks, different unknowns will spawn off your incense. So you have to buy a ticket, but you also have to turn on an incense. And then you will get different unknowns uh, in the Quartz Terraria. Terrarium, you will get Hisuian Growlithe. In the Pirate Sands, you will get Ponyard. In the Wilderness, you will get Carnivine. And then in the Shores, you will get Pachirisu. Off of your Incense, along with the Unknown. And then if you have a ticket, you will get increased chance of shiny Pokemon. Six special trades, plus your normal special trade, I think. So it should be seven. I could be wrong. It's saying six, but you get one free anyways. Uh, you get nine free raid passes from spinning the photo discs, and then you will get special 7K eggs. So that's the event this weekend. Don't know if it's worth it. I, if you're hardcore into Pokemon Go, I'm sure you purchased it. If you went to any of the Go Fests, you're probably hardcore enough to buy this. I feel like the biggest deciding factor if you're going to buy this ticket is if one of your friends is like, I'm doing this, buy this ticket, play with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Malachite Wilderness has shiny Rosalia in it, so I'm, I'm back on my shiny rose grind. I don't have enough. I need all of them. I only have like 60 in home right now. I need 1,000. Only 60. Greg, where are we only playing 60. this weekend? I have to pick those out because I have to go to the state fair at some point this weekend. Um, and you can't play there. They took away all the stuff. You can't play stops. there because they shut it off. Uh, they shut it off during the state fair. So 
I don't know which day we're doing the fair. I'm going to try to push for Sunday so that we can do all day of the like switching thing on Saturday. Um, and Sunday is just more of the raid stuff and I can join for that because I'm not that into that. Yeah. Um, but like. I mean, if you want to go where the people are. Centennial Lakes is the the biggest spot if we want to go with a bunch of people um if we want to keep to a smaller crowd of people but has just as many stops then i would say the art park because they've added more stops <laughs> there's more art people added more stops uh to that but um both days are supposed to be warm in meaning it's going to be 77 and 80 that sounds very um, cold what i've been dealing with here in japan yeah yeah i mean so it's gonna be temperate <laughs> um also if we want to do the whole gold medal park downtown minneapolis i just don't think gold medal park has as many stops per area as like centennial lakes or silver lake does yeah, i don't think so um because i know you want to stream um i think centennial lakes is probably decent plus it has like a bunch of restaurants yeah it has a bunch of places to stop i mean if we're looking for where we're going to spend all day that has more places to stop that other than you know like silver lake park has its cafe and one central location but not a lot of food options (laughs) like you can get their bad sandwiches they're not bad they're fine um so yeah i would say like centennial lakes is probably the best choice um for the most people it's got good shade it's outside there's places to stop there's places to use the restroom there will be there will be a lot of people because all the people that go to mall of america can easily get to that park yeah and do bob what is your uh go fest looking like you skipping you playing you paying the 15 dollars I think I'm going to be a sucker and pay the $15 because I mean, come on. If you were going to deny paying that after what you told us at the start of this program, I would fly to your home and shake you. (laughs) And then we can go for a nice dinner. No, because I promised you a dinner. No, uh, post post shaking. shaking Um, No, I'm excited. Like, you know, some of these shiny I mean, I'm a sucker for shiny hat Pokemon. I, you know, I, I like shiny hat Pikachus. I do want a shiny <laughs> chuckle. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Steve likes to. This, so, is, a, this is such a YouTube thing, and I'm like, why? I, I just, I think it's adorable. It's just, it, it has a little hat that you can't get anywhere else. But no, I think I'm, yeah, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. Um, now I'm unfortunately I'm not based where Stephen Greg is. I, I wish I could be so I can play. But you can fly in, baby. <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm planning I'm planning a trip soon, hopefully to to come visit all of y'all. So uh, that'll be lots of fun. Heck yeah! Um, but no, I so I'm for those who don't know, I'm I'm in like the Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina area. So if anyone's listening um, here and they want to, uh, you know, meet up in Raleigh and or Durham over that weekend, more than happy to. We'll do some raids because I I think it's good if you're going to be with people to do this. So uh, I'll probably play both days. Uh, at least in Durham, we have a mall that we can, that's AC, so we can we can go and uh, walk around, and not be in the heat. But um, no, I'm excited for this. I you know I'm watching people from afar, especially at the in uh, IRL Go Fest. You know, 
watching uh, Steven Osaka and watching my friends this past weekend in New York. You know, it's it's definitely a, a cool experience. I wish I could I could have gone to New York and be in person for those GoFest events, but this is the closest I can get. And I think uh, for for the value, especially if you, if you get to play with other people IRL, I think it's worth it. So uh, I'm yeah. looking forward to it, and we'll see uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how rare those Pikachu actually are. Oh, they, but they very. <laughs> yeah, they gotta be super rare so I can they can appreciate and value more. The rarer, the better. Uh, final bit of news here is uh, Scarlet and Violet will have uh, the Paradox Riff. Uh, that that is the newest TCG uh, that launched. 180 cards. Um, with is that a lot? Uh, it feels like a lot. If it's, I feel, <laughs> well, <laughs> when they say 180, they're not telling you how many secret rares. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, would, I would say under 200 is pretty okay. Um, but who knows how many how many secret rares? They'll slap into this. They're saying 15 brand new Pokemon EX, 20 trainer cards, dozens of Pokemon and trainer cards with special illustrations. There will be new ancient and future Pokemon. And then type shift Terra, including a water type Garchomp EX. Uh, This will come out on November 3rd in the United States worldwide except for japan because japan gets cards way quicker uh but yeah that was what they showed during the presents which was the future and past Mm -hmm. and then how a spec is coming back and uh that's Mm -hmm. on pokemoncenter.com that they have they ever introduced a new pokemon in the tcg game like they did with meltan and go um i feel like meryl might have been the closest Mm. like was meryl in i don't remember meryl was in like the tropical island set wasn't it which was like before it was in the game i don't know if anyone remembers those tropical cards it was like mew and pikachu and lapras and executor psyduck there was like 12 of them hmm but dawn fan was in like the movie before it was in a game too the mewtwo first movie that's a good question pokemon card before game i'm just curious because i was thinking about it like when the thing is like we'll be introducing new ancient and future pokemon it'd be interesting if they released one of the new paradoxes in the card set before it was released in like the dlcs but i i doubt i just wondering if it ever happened before i i've not i don't remember that ever happening but i thought oh that would be interesting well i think we at least know the types for Entei and Trakian, right? Because mm-hmm. Walking Wake and Roaring Roar. Wait, what is 
what is long neck boy moon? called? No, not roaring. Oh moon. no, roaring. Uh, roaring bad design. Um, no, it's a good design. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> they're both the normal primary types, right? So Suicune is water, Raiko is electric, and Tay is fire. But oh, then raging bolt it was a raging, raging bolt. bolt. Yeah, but they're both their second tire types are dragon. So Entei in the third second DLC would be fire dragon, and then steel is the primary type or not the pri- the main typing for Verizian iron leaves and iron crown. Yeah. So it's steel. Wait. Steel grass and then Trakana's rock. No, it's not steel grass, is it? Is it isn't it psychic something? Gosh, I can't remember oh, these. Oh, grass psychic. It's grass psychic. That's right. Grass psychic. Steel psychic is iron crown. Oh, so then it would be rock psychic. Rock psychic, yeah. They dropped their fighting for psychic. Rock Psychic? Don't we have that? Isn't that like Claydal? <laughs> yes. No, that's ground. Oh, gosh. The Rock Psychic I know. Pokemon. Yes, there is a Rock Psychic Pokemon. There is? For, what is for it? For sure. Maybe there's not. What? Carbink? No, Carbink's just rock. Oh, no. The YouTube comments are going to destroy me. What is the Rock Psychic? Uh, Lunatonin Solrock. Um, Solrock. Yep, Lun- yep, Lunatonin Solrock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are those the only two? There's. Oh. Uh. Actually, I, think, I, think, I think that is the only two. I think that's the only two. Yeah. I think those are the only two. Okay, so we're getting our first rock psychic because those two Pokemon are garbage. <laughs> How dare. <laughs> How dare justice They're to great. Martin and his cosmic power? Yeah, I've been re- I have been replaying that game, and I forgot how often Martin shows up to cosmic power. I'm like, oh boy. So yeah, it's cool. I mean, like, hey, the TCG is killing it here in Japan. I've been to every Pokemon Center under the sun, and they have big signs being like, "No cards. <laughs> we don't have any." <laughs> You want a deck box, though? We got plenty of those. You want a play mat? You want damage counters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's like impossible to get cards here, which is such... Mm. That in itself, I feel like, is culture shock. Because like five years ago, you could literally walk into like a 7-Eleven or a Family Mart or a Lawson's and they would just be on the shelf. Like, And a convenience store is like every other building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's very hard to get cards right now, so um, whatever they're doing is working here. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they're killing it here. Oh, uh, small side story for Japan. Uh, so the Mega Tokyo location in Tokyo, uh, which is in, I think, I think the English name for it is like Sunny, Sunny Side City or whatever. Anyways, it's just a giant mall. When I was there five years ago, it was easily the worst Pokemon Center I've been to. It was mm. it was dirty. 
they were out of stock of a lot of stuff. Every other Pokemon Center was was just cleaner, nicer, newer, had more stock. I hated that Pokemon Center. My and it was the Mega it was still called Mega Tokyo. That's also where the like cult girl found me. That's a whole nother story. But I was kind of dreading going back to it. But the main reason I went back to it was because the Pokemon Cafe, which not to be confused with the Pokemon Cafe that you sit down and this is like the Pokemon sweet drink cafe. So you mm. can just get like a latte there. They have like a latte. They have like a fruit smoothie and then they have like waffles and that's kind of like their whole menu. So you can't sit down, you just go go in, get a latte, whatever, you're done. So the latte place is near Mega Tokyo, but in the five years, they pretty much redid that whole store. So it's actually like gorgeous. It's It feels brand new, looks brand new, plenty of inventory. But they also have a whole TCG area, which they did before, but the TCG area is like more new. So they have seats. People were playing. It was like a random like Wednesday night that was like loaded with people. I don't know. Maybe it was a league mm. night, but I don't think so. And then they have like a whole Pokemon Go area, which you can just go there and like there's like a gym in the middle. So if you take the gym, your name will appear on the screen, which is cool. And it shows what Pokemon you put in. It was impossible to take it because... It was all like blissies yeah, and chances. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I tried and I was like, oh no, these people, they're they're on it. Like they are <laughs> whoever <laughs> like, put their no. Pokemon in, they're watching them like a hawk. So <laughs> this is a waste of time. But it's just it was just like a nice place to stand in there. And like me being like the only white dude standing in here, the Japanese people were like, Oh, he probably has Bufalant. He's white. Yeah, He's not he like us. So it was cool to have like an area dedicated. I don't know how busy or not busy that area ends up being. Probably on like a Saturday or Sunday, it's 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 slammed. But it was just like a cool experience of here's a go area, here's a TCG area, here's a cafe, and then here's the Pokemon Center. All in like this. It, it was almost like Pokemon took over that entire floor. Whereas, like, when I was there five years ago, there was, like, an Abercrombie and Finch, like, across like, the hall. Like, that's gone now. It's just all Pokemon stuff. So, still sold out of TCG cards. But if you had cards and you had a deck, you could sit down and play, which would be cool. Uh, but, yeah, it was, it was um, cool to see that, like, kind of revamped. And now... If somebody's coming to like Tokyo, I'd be like, oh, yeah, definitely go to the Mega Tokyo and get a $7 Jirachi latte. <laughs> it's just a, just a latte. <laughs> the Jirachi doesn't make it, it any better. But it's full of wishes. True. True. Um, well, I think that's our show. We made it through. Bob, not in a hurricane or tropical storm. Bobby. Nope. I'll be at Dragon Con at the end of the month. So come if you're at Dragon Con this year, I will be there as an attending professional. So Ooh. I'm on the websites and stuff. Uh, so come say hi. I don't have a ton to do. So I'll be walking around saying hi to people. Mm, Bobby, you're not on the show often. Where where can people find you? 
Uh, I stream on Twitch. Uh, you just look up uh, Buzz Bob on Twitch, uh, and I'm on uh, was it uh, X still and Threads <laughs> and Buzz Bob TV. No, <laughs> we get rid of um, X. If you if you want that juicy unite content and watch me play, you know I love I do ranked, but I also do some standards with viewers. So definitely uh, stop by and have a good time. There you go. Um, hey, huge shout out to everyone at the New York Go Fest. Yeah, I know. I I, I think <laughs> Ace was the one that got the cardboard cutouts, carried them to New York, set them up. It, it was so cool and flattering to see how our discord community and our slack community found each other and hung out and it sounded like they all hung out multiple times and they got lunch and they played go together and uh, i'm trusting if anything went wrong went wrong we're gonna blame hannah because she was the only (laughs) 100 hannah's fault (laughs) hannah was in hannah was in charge we love Hannah. Complaints go to we complaints go to that inbox, not mine. <laughs> it was um, it was just really great to see, uh, and uh, so all the pictures, everything coming out of New York Go Fest was like, I think for Greg and I not being there, this was like probably better than Greg and I being there. <laughs> I mean, I would I. Would have loved to have been there so much. So just seeing the pictures and the wildness and the unbridled just goofiness of it all made sort of the sting of not being able to do that this year lessen a lot. And it was charming, although y'all were doing that late at night. So I did have to put my phone on silent to sleep because at some point I'm like, I need to go to bed and you're hitting me up. Uh, but everybody who came out and just took pictures and hauled us around, it's like, it means more than you probably know. It was so wholesome to see that. Like, I, I, I just love when communities do that and just seeing those cutouts and just the group photos. It, it, it definitely was a highlight just to see that and having them just come together. So that, that was, that was super cool to see. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know a lot of communities where the community members would go this length to make cardboard <laughs> cutouts, then to find each other, then to continue to carry the cardboard cutouts around the park. That's a- <laughs> next, next, yeah. year, next year. Next year, 3D models. Let's do it. Here we go. Well, next year, 3D models should be me. Hopefully I have a job by next year and I can go somewhere again. If I don't have a job by next year, we're in a dark, dark place and I'm not leaving my house. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Uh, I should be back in the States by next week. Um, next week is GoFest. We just yep. talked about it. Next. So yep. I'm obviously the podcast will go by Monday. I'm just not sure what recording looks like or whatnot, but I'm Mewtwo is Oh no, me too is after that. Okay, cool. So we'll see how much news is coming this week, but probably a recap of uh Go Fest and whatever news trickles in. So we will see you all next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. <laughs> super trapped in a closet. No, it's a, a Japanese. Window. Sure it is. <laughs> Wink.
we know what's happening. You've joined the Japanese cult and they're keeping you in a closet and this is your cry for help. Blink twice if you need somebody to come rescue you. I'm too tired to blink. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers over on Patreon, starting with Kay, Catherine, Stuart, Tony, Matthew, Casey, Brady, Jessica, Spencer, Brian, Bovine, Stephen, Chris, Josh, Fumes, and Yarny. A huge shout out to all of them. If you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash PKMNCAST to support the show, and we will see you next week.